right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to our Bible study. Hope and pray everybody's doing well. Amen. Another awesome, awesome Bible study evening. And again, I hope you had an awesome day today. We're grateful to be back once again to bring forth God's word. Nothing like God's word. Again, how it, it nourishes the soul, how it uh, feeds the heart. And naturally, we can grow from it, learn from it, and be blessed by it today. And so we uh, continue to uh, encourage you to read it, study the scripture tells us to study it, learn it, let it become a part of you. Amen. And where it will help you along the way. It'll be your strength. That's what we're going to cover this evening about the Lord being our strength, being our strength and uh, finding strength in God. And uh, again, we, we, we look at so much that's going on in our world today, uh, so much that goes on in your life from day-to-day -day activities. And, and really, uh, Christ is our strength this evening. So we're thankful today for, again, uh, you joining us and we hope and pray that, again, you'll be blessed by the word of God and truly, truly uh, let it be a blessing to you today. we like to welcome each one. Again, be mindful of our Thursday evening as well. Thursday evening service, again, coming up. And so come out and be with us in person this Thursday night as well. But we're going to get into it because we got a lot to cover tonight. I want to come out of the book of uh, Psalm 27. We're going to cover the book of Psalm 27 this evening. Uh, uh, you go back and read the psalm, and, and it's an awesome, awesome conglomeration of uh, chapters concerning life issues, concerning how to cope with things, how to overcome things, and, and really praise and worship uh, is also found in there. And so the book of Psalm is an awesome book you can always re uh, turn to. Uh, uh, any Many times people recommend uh, books of the Bible, and one of them is Psalms. Uh, again, because it shows the reality of man. It shows some of the things and the emotions that man, the life swings that man will go through. Uh, some of the famous writers is David, Solomon, Moses, uh, another man named Herm, uh, Heman, uh, Ethan, and, and there are various unknown writers as well. Unknown writers as well in the book of Psalms. Uh, some are anonymous, if you please. But I, 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 it just touched my heart uh, earlier today, or really last night, it was a, a program and Today, no, it was Sunday. The program that was on, and it was about uh, a youth, a youth, uh, and some were how to cope with mental health, mental health, and mental issues that go on in our life and our world today. And sadly to say, again, I guess it, it, it's nothing new, but I guess it's more talked about nowadays. It's more talked about, again, what people are going through. Young people are really, really struggling with life and coping with life, and a lot of that. Again, you think about it, uh, it's because of uh, the, and the activities as well. That's why it's important to exercise, it's important to do things. I was uh, thinking about these young people, and, they, and it was a story relating to the shutdown and the COVID, how many of the kids were in the house cooped up and everything. So that was some of the triggers that caused them to be that way. You know, I, just, I was thinking about earlier how we were very active as children. We were very active in, in sports or running around, just going outside to play. And really, it can be, it can be depressing. If you're sitting around just uh, looking at the four walls all day long, don't get out and get some fresh air. And on and on and on, you will uh, become this way. And so uh, I got part of that is because of that. But uh, the, the sad part about it is many are uh, taking their lives. That's what the story is about. They're taking their lives and they, they want to give up in life at such a young age, uh, teenagers and young adults. Uh, even younger than that, wanting to just give up and quit with life, even before life really even gets started. But God can help that tonight. God can help that. And so we want to give you this uh, Psalm 27 uh, that will 
uh, again, it kind of addresses a lot of things that people go through to find strength in God, strength to live, strength to go on and overcome obstacles that take place in our life. Again, so um, uh, let's look at some of this. Uh, the heavy burdens of life. Uh, there was even a man, I saw an article uh, two days ago, or a day or so ago, uh, the CFO of Bed Bath & Beyond, the CFO of Bed Bath & Beyond, jumped off the building and took his life. Multi-millionaire, no doubt. Uh, again, you would think some of the finer things of life, but again, we find it's still looking for happiness, still looking for that, that inner joy that only God can give, that inner strength that we need to cope. Uh, again, because the Bible talks about fiery darts and thoughts and things that come on in everybody's life. But you know, we need God as our strength to help us overcome it. So sadly, say our prayers go out to his family. Our prayers go out to uh, if he had any children left behind. But again, you think about it, all the money in the world is still not happy. And so naturally having money or not having money, all these different things is what we have to learn and how to deal with in life. And But God is the fulfillment and the fulfiller of the emptiness that we find. Um, there's nothing new. Uh, again, again, as we said, as the Moors talked about and various things, referring back to depression and all these different things. Uh, but we know that the book of Psalm is one of those antidepressant type books. Antidepressant type books where you can read it and get lifted up. Coming to the house of the Lord, getting lifted up. Praising and praying to God will help lift you up. Uh, let's go to Psalms 27 as we're going to look at this evening. I got a lot to cover tonight. The Bible says in verse 1, the psalmist uh, was saying, he says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? And so even just right off the top, uh, he was talking about fear. He was talking about uh, various things that he was even going through internally in his life. And so he began to do what? He began to point back to the Lord. Who is the Lord tonight? The Lord is Jesus. The Lord is Jesus. And so, yes, Jesus showed up in the Old Testament. He was there in the beginning, the Bible says. In the beginning, God was an Elohim. And so he said, let us make man and on and on. And so that's a whole other teaching. But Jesus was there from the day one. Uh, and so we find that he is the light of my salvation. It's wrapped up here. Really, verse, the first part of verse one wraps up who he is, the Lord. Jesus, no doubt, is Lord. Let him be your Lord. Let him be your ruler. And realize that he's in control. He's an authority. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. And when we when we relate back to that, or we rest upon that, it will help you and it will strengthen you knowing that God is in control. Knowing that God is in control. So he said, he's the Lord of my, in my life. He's the light of my life. The Lord is the light of my salvation. My light of salvation. So Lord, absolute ruler. Light. He is the light to this world. He is the light in the world. You feel like your day is getting dark? Look to the light. Look to Jesus. Tonight, uh, he is that uh, bright and, and no doubt morning star. He's the light of the world that brings joy to the world. This morning, this, this morning, uh, it was very dark. It was very dark. And uh, if it wasn't for the alarm clock, I'm <laughs> looking at the clock. I would have thought that it was still uh, early, early, early wee hours of the morning. It was so dark outside because it's been raining in New York. And so uh, I, I reference to that because you think about a rainy day. So the reason why it was dark was because it was raining outside. And so, but many will allow the weather, allow the rainy days or the darkened days to. To, to depress them or to get them back. Blue Mondays or Blue Tuesdays to, for this particular case. Uh, again, uh, you think about it, even up in Washington, I, a man had told me one time, he says it's one of the highest suicide rates in 
in all of the country because of the cloudiness and the, and the dreariness of Washington State. But just think about this. It don't have to be that way. Even though it's cloudy outside, even though it's dark outside, we have to look to the light. That's why we brought that up. We must look to the light of our salvation. Look to the light of the world. Look on the brighter side. There's a silver lining. It won't always be cloudy. But we look to the Lord our God. And also it wraps up in this. He said, he's the Lord, he's my light, and my salvation. He's the Savior. You have to let him be your Savior. He has to be your Savior. If you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, again, all else is mute. You will never, ever really get the victory over things in life until Jesus is Lord of your life completely. Lord, absolute ruler in your life. And so he says, who shall I fear? Or who shall I be afraid? He was emboldened. He was emboldened to face the task of life. Emboldened to face the challenges of life. Uh, you got to keep that verse. And so he, he's emboldened by these things because of who he trusted in. And the Bible says in 2 Timothy, let me turn now. 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. This is what he says in the New Testament. And saying, uh, re reiterating really just whom shall we fear? Let's see what it says. He says, wherefore I put my remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. He says, which is in thee, but I put it on my hands. And, and really... To stir up the gift of God, the gift of the Holy Spirit for the New Testament believer. Uh, again, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Spirit. Letting it dwell in you. <clears throat> letting it override those thoughts. Letting it override the, the state of depression. Letting it override the, the problems of life. The Holy Ghost is our strength tonight. It's power. The Bible says he endues us with power. And so he says with the laying on, on of hands, to stir up that gift, to stir it up. The Bible says uh, in Jude about how we stir up the uh, the fire. We stir it up again and we pray in the Holy Ghost. We pray in the Holy Ghost to what? To build up our faith. On and on and on. To do what? To, to stir that thing back up. We got to stay stirred up in God. You got to keep that fire burning. You got to keep stay, staying up in Christ. And it's only through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in verse 7, he says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. So back to what I'm saying, whom shall I fear? God didn't give us a spirit of fear. That's of the devil. So we must tap into the spirit of God. Tap into the spirit of God. And it will strengthen you. The power of the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in other tongues. The Spirit of God gives other to help me, strengthen me, to get through this task, this day. We need the Holy Ghost. Do not reject the Holy Ghost. When we give the altar calls, uh, even now as you speak, you can pray and ask the Lord to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost baptism. We need it because, again, it is it is it will it's helpful and needful in this present day and age we live in. And so, naturally, in the Old Testament, they didn't have, even have the power of the Holy Ghost living in them. They, and they heavily had to rely on prayer and various things. And so that's why you saw the ups and downs. But even as having the Holy Ghost, we must stay and pray up in the Holy Spirit. He says, he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So the attacks on your mind. This Bible says, put on the helmet of salvation to guard the mind. Take on the shield of faith to block out the fiery darts of Satan. He says, the fiery darts of Satan were... Those are those thoughts that come into your mind. Those those imaginations that come in. We have to cast those things down in your heart and your soul. And so the, 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 the arrow of fear, the arrow of unbelief, the arrow of doubt, the arrow of depression, whatever it may be in your life, the arrow of weakness. And so we must pray in the Holy Spirit to help us. Let's go to verse 2, Psalms 27. Two. We study the book of Psalms, again, about finding strength in God, finding strength in God. The Bible says, he says, when the wicked, even my enemies, he says, and my foes come upon me to eat up, up, up my flesh, they stumble and fail. 
And so he realized through the power of God, the enemies will stumble and fall. Things will happen. Things will go wrong. Things will challenge you. Things will eat you up. The Bible says they, his enemies try to eat him up. Eat him up, whether it's through gospel. Eat him up through, through backbiting. Eat him up and try to eat him up and destroy him. They will pick at you. The devil will constantly pick at you. People inadvertently may pick at you. People may purposely eat at you. He says, but they will stumble and fall. You pray. Keep a good attitude. You pray. And watch God have his way. Number three, when Lord said, though an host should encamp against me. He said, I could be surrounded by thousands. The Bible says, my heart shall not fear. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to fear. He says, though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. He found confidence in God. Bible tells us in Hebrews that we're going to cast away your confidence. Don't cast away your confidence. Boldly trusting God. Say, God's going to get me through this. The challenges of life. There will be challenges. As long as we have breath in our bodies, as long as before we hit the grave, we're going to face some of the greatest challenges before you hit that grave. You're going to wonder. You're going to maybe be at your wit's end. Maybe even tonight you're at your wit's end. But find strength in God. He says again, he says, they rise against me, the war against me. He says, but I, this will I be confident. I am confident in God. I am confident in his word. I'm confident in my prayers. I'm confident in the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says, knowing God will see us through, it won't be easy all the time. But we can reflect back on these scriptures in Psalm. We can reflect back on the word of God. That's why we must stay in it. You may have read Psalms 1, 27 before. You may have read it before. Read it again. <laughs> We read it again, and scriptures and chapters and verses will leap off at the page. Say, man, how did I miss that one? Oh, I needed that again. We read 27. I preach. I read Psalm 27 at least once a year, every for the past 30 years. Read it again. It'll help you. Read it sometimes over and over again. Read it once a month. Whenever you have, often you need to read it to keep that confidence in God. Number four, he went on and says, he says, one thing I have to desire of the Lord that I will seek after him that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. Regardless of what you may face, regardless of what you go through, we must make it to heaven. That's why he said, I've got to see my God. I've got to behold his face one day. I've got to behold him regardless of persecution, trials. We go on some of you live in places where there's per heavy persecution, some of the heaviest trials in your life. You know what he says? Disappointment, some of the deepest disappointments you may even face in your life. He said, at the end of the day, I'm going to make it to heaven. I'm going to see my Lord. No thing or person should deter you from making it to heaven. Lose a spouse, spouse walks around. I was talking with a man. A man, a total stranger over the weekend. <clears throat> In a whole different city. And the man, uh, he picked up. He said, hey, you must be a Christian. And he began to talk to me. He began to talk to me about uh, God. And, and really, all his, uh, he was a Christian as well. How he lost his very thing. He lost his wife after 37 years of marriage. His children have walked away from the Lord. He was heartbroken. He was heartbroken. But you know what? It wasn't going to deter him. That's what he didn't even say. Why don't you just go ahead and give up? You might as well throw in a towel as well. Your family's going to give up on God. You lost marriage. What good is this serving God? You know, but he said in his heart, I'm determined to stay the course. I'm going to live for God. God bless you, my brothers out there. Brother Ryan, if you're out there, it was a pleasure meeting you. 
Again, better days ahead in Jesus' name. And you find strength. You find strength in Almighty God. And so we look at this tonight about how disappointments, things that uh, should come, should not deter you. Don't let anything steal your joy. It may hurt. The book of Psalms, they went through some deep hurts in their life. But don't let it deter you, my friend. We've been covering a, a series. Go back and look at it on YouTube. We have a series called Complete Victory. And we, we're working our way through. we got a few more points to hit. A few more parts to hit. And it's about um, finding complete victory. So out of Romans chapter 8, there's our base, uh, base scriptures. about how he says, I'm not going to let anything separate me from the love of Christ. I'm not going to let anything get in the way of my relationship with God. I lose everything. You lose house, wife, family, cars, husband, whoever it may be. You may lose your everything. But do not let this separate you from the ultimate goal, which is making it to heaven. Let's go to verse 5. Uh, the Bible says, For in time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in his place. In the secret of his temple uh, shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, that rock to stand, that safety, place of safety. Let's go to Psalms 40. That place of safety, that, that, that strong tower we covered a few uh, Sunday morning. That strong tower, the righteous run into it. Not the tower of Babel, not man-made things. Many will look to man-made things to make them happy. Look to man-made devices to make them happy. And that's not the way to get to our joy and our strength and our power. They look to the Tower of Babel and say, this is how we're going to get to God. No, we got to go to the strong tower, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what he said, our rock. Number, number, number one, he says, 40 verse 1, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined unto me, he says, and heard me. God hears. You call on God in your deepest, deepest moments. The Bible says that he brought me up out of a horrible pit, a horrible moment. I was talking to another man. Another man said, man, you just don't know some of the things I've been through. And you know what? We, we all go through our issues. But he was beginning to describe some things that maybe could have absolutely broke him. Heartbreaking type stuff. But you know what? He kept his, he keep, continued to keep his eyes on the Lord. He continues to keep his eyes on the Lord. God will bring someone out of the most horrible, most horrible pits. Perhaps you're in a pit tonight. God can bring you out of it tonight. God can bring you out of some of the worst situations. That's the type of God we serve tonight. That's why he wrote it here in the song. Why? Because he says God is able to bring you out, me out, the country out, the world out of this horrible, horrible pit of sin. God is able to bring anyone out of this pit of despair, whatever the case may be, in whatever category you may be in tonight. God is able to bring you up out of the horrible pit. He says, out of the miry claim, I seem like I can't get ahead. I, I, when I think about miry clay, I think about quicksand. And the more you do, it seems like the more you sink. The more you move around, the more it goes down. Uh, you can't seem to get gain ground if you've been stuck in the mud. And you can't seem to get traction. And so God is able to bring us out of these things. The Bible says he set my feet upon a rock and established my goals. When we look to God, our strength, he will pick you up, get you out, and put you on something solid tonight. God is, is our strength. He's our everything. He's solid tonight. He's trusting me tonight. I'm talking about finding strength in the Lord tonight. And get on the rock. Get on that rock. That rock is strong. The rock of ages will never, ever, ever fade away. Winds may blow, the earth may shake, but his rock, Jesus Christ, tonight, will never, ever fade away. Let's look at verse 6. The Bible says, Psalm back to Psalms um, 27, 6. The Bible says, Now shall my head be lifted up. My, 
above my enemies. He says above, above, uh, uh, round about me. He says, therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. And so he says how that he's lifted up because he prayed. He was lifted up because naturally you got in God's word. You lift it up because you're assembled together with us in the house of the Lord. You lift it up because you uh, uh, talk with the pastor, whatever case may be. Call me, text me anytime. It does not matter. We're here for you. We'll try to give you a word of encouragement. No doubt, call my wife, whoever it may be, to get a word of encouragement. Talk to a believer, a brother or sister, no doubt, to get a word of encouragement. Lift you up. And no doubt, when we get in God, and most importantly, get to the altar of prayer. Get on our knees and pray. Say, God, stop. Say, you know, I need to pray. I need to see God's face. I'm troubled in my heart. I'm troubled in my mind. He says, and after I did that, after I laid it down at the feet of Jesus, he said, I felt so much better. He said, I sing praises. Sing it out. We talked about other guys shouting it out, praising it out, singing it out, giving God the glory in all things. Let's move on. Coming to the house of the Lord and in the presence of God and the fellowship and the kindred uh, uh, belief, uh, kindred believers and getting in, in fellowship with one another, it will help us along the way. Verse 7, let's go to verse 7. He says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, I have mercy also upon me. Answer me. He says, When thou saidest, Seek my faith. He says, my heart said unto thee, thy face will I seek. And so it was a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with God. And when he heard God, he poured out his heart to God. It was a calling out to God in his trouble, in his pain, in his need. In good times, it does not matter when it is, but just stay in contact with God. He has a willing ear, an open ear to hear your cry tonight. That's where we find our strength. Finding strength in God. Number 90 went on and says, Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God, of my salvation. Not you perhaps even here fallen. Even if you've fallen tonight, you're just one prayer away from getting back up. Just one prayer away from God turning your life around. One prayer of forgiveness. Don't stay in the pit. Get up. Say, God, I messed up. Forgive me. Get back up. Get back up again. Don't stay down. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to stay down so you can stay trampled on the ground. And he'll continue to stomp, 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 stomp. He's saying, no, nah, I'm going to get up out of this mess. I'm getting up out of this despair. And I'm going to go on. And so he says, Lord, don't forsake me. And he won't. God's hand is reaching out even now. He can pick you up tonight. The Bible says he was pleading for help, desperately seeking after God. A heart-to-heart -heart God seemingly... Uh, he felt alone. Apparently in this verse, he felt alone. But you know what? God was willing to help him. Thank God for God is willing to help him. The Bible says he will not leave us nor forsake us. Let's go to Hebrews. Even in, in discontentment, again, in frustrations, and, and discontentment will lead to that. Discontentment and, and uh, frustrations and, and, and unhappiness. And really just don't know what to do with yourself. It will lead, it will lead to heartache and pain and problems and frustration. The Bible says, let our conversation be without covetousness. You, you're frustrated about not having what you want, not being where you won't need to be, not seeing things happen the way that you want them to have. Uh, not keeping up with the Joneses, on and on and on. He said, let, let, let the conversation be about covetousness. 
He says, but be content with such things you have. Where well, yeah, I said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's where the scripture comes from. He will not leave us nor forsake us. You know what? God is with us. And so you realize that. You may not, you may not have everything you want. Is that what I'm saying? No. But you have everything you need. Whether it's, again, just a room alone with God. That's valuable. Because you could be around a whole group of people and be lost and distracted. But that presence with the Lord, that sweet time with God, Again, he says, uh, again, to be content in what state we are in. He says, so, number six, he says, so we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. Tell me, God is our strength tonight. Finding strength in God. He says, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So you find your contentment, you find your strength, you find your joy in God. You don't have to fear, you don't have to worry, and stress out over things. God's going to take care of it. You serve God, you walk up rightly before him, God will take care of all of my fears, all of the things that we worry about and, and, and contemplate over. How's it going to work out? How's it going to work out? He says, the Lord will not leave us, nor forsake us. He went on to say here in verse 7, remember them which have ruled over you and have spoken the word unto you the word whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. So even, he said, even as pastor, as a pastor you, I'm speaking his word to you. And those that have ruled over us and, and the, the ministers of God, we speak words over you tonight. Don't fear. Trust God. Obey them to have ruled over you. Trust what we say. Trust what we give you tonight. The word of God is true, brothers and sisters. God will see you through. He says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, verse 8, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God has not changed. It's us that has to change. We must look to the Lord God of the Bible. Look to the Lord God from the, of the beginning. The Lord God who walked on the water. The Lord God who fed 5,000. The Lord our God who was able to supply every need as we trusted him tonight. Don't fear. Don't worry. The God who strengthens us. The God who gives us joy and peace. And, and that which we need in life. That same Jesus that you read about and hear about can be applied to your life tonight. Let's go to verse 10. Of Psalms 2017. Let me try to wrap this up tonight. The Bible says, When my father and my mother forsake me, he said, Then the Lord will take me up. So he felt like family abandoned him. He could call no one. You may feel like that sometimes. This is real stuff, folks. There are a lot of folks who feel alone. Nobody to turn to. It's me, myself, and I, and they fight battles. And sometimes people fight battles, and there is no battle there. You'll fight a battle for like you against the world. And so he said, my father, my mother forsake me. But the Lord will take me. Yes, he will. The Bible says, teach me my way. Oh, Lord, lead me in the plain path because of my enemies. You know what, above uh, all, you may feel all alone as we said before. Again, but you know what? And even when, when nobody else is around, or when you move out, or when you're all alone by yourself, you know, and when real life hits, when real challenges hit, your relationship with God is key. Your relationship with God is key. Mom and daddy's religion, you know, or somebody else's relationship with God, it would not matter. You have to build your own personal relationship with God to knowing how to call on God, knowing how to pray. Pray your way through when things dry up. Pray your way through when the devil's really fighting. 
Pray your way through when challenges come your way. And nobody else to call on the Lord. Number 12, he went on says, deliver me over the will of mine enemies. God is a deliverer tonight. And he was making this request. No, he, he asked specifically, God, help me in this particular place. Now, his was enemies. Yours may be health. Yours may be finance. Whatever your need is, whether it's empowerment, your need may be boldness. Your need may be faithfulness. Whatever the need is, he was asking God. And it shows us here that we can ask God anything. He was asking God for help over his enemies. He says, for false witnesses have risen against me. The lies of the devil. The lies of people. The lies of people say, you can't make it. The lies of the devil say, won't you give up? The lies of the devil say, oh, it's lost now for sure. It's hopeless. No, it's not hopeless. As long as we got the word of God, as long as Jesus is still alive, which he is, there's still hope in God. And they breathe out cruelties. There's nothing new as we see here. There was nothing new. You may face some challenges in life. There's nothing new. They went through it. And back to what we said in the beginning, thank God for the book of Psalms. It shows us that people went through things. People go through things. You're going to go through things. We all go through things. But you know what? Don't think that it's strange. Don't think that it's strange when you go through these things. And at the same time, enemies. You say, I got enemies. Make sure they're not self-inflicted enemies. Make sure that there's nothing that we are doing on our end. Outside of living for God. Living for Christ. You know, the Bible says if we get thrown in jail, make sure it's because of the gospel's sake. We will always have enemies. Jesus had enemies. So there's nothing that we can do about that. And so you know what? But we take it in stride. We still love him. Jesus told us to love him. Pray for him. Again, in the day. And so you bless those who will despise for the use you. Pray for those. Don't curse them. Bless them. Pray for them. The Bible says, and so we make sure that the enemies that we do have is not because we need to step into some places that we shouldn't have gone into as well. Don't start fights that you shouldn't have started. Don't get involved in things you shouldn't be involved in. So and then blame it on the devil after that. Let's move on. Number 13. He said, I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The key word in verse 13 that stuck out to me was believed. Let's read it again. He said, I had fainted. I would have given up. Unless I believed. And belief, brothers and sisters, believe. Your strength comes through belief in God. Believing God in spite of what you go through. Believing God of how bad it may look. Believing God against the Red Sea, against the giants of this world, against the mountains of this world, against the, the, the diagnosis of this world. Believing God being outnumbered. He said, I believed. He was outnumbered by a thousand. But he believed. He believed. Outnumbered, outfinanced. I'm still going to believe. It's not looking good right now, preacher, but believe. The sun will shine again. Belief is powerful. Belief in God. He said, I would have fainted and given up if I didn't believe. He said, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Key word is believe. Number 14, as we wrap this up. He says, wait on the Lord, last verse in this chapter. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. 
He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And so when we wait on God, we trust God. Watch God work it out. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know he's going to do it. I don't know if he's going to do it this way or that way, but I know he said what he said he can do. He's shown us in his word what he can do. He cannot fail. He cannot forsake us. If you're a believer tonight, he will not forsake you. He will not leave you. And you draw strength from that saying, I, I, I'm going to wait. And waiting sometimes, it takes time. So you know to get big and strong. It don't happen overnight. There's no super drug for getting stronger. Sometimes it's weight. Weight, the weights is heavy weights and also waiting. You won't see a transformation until you wait time-wise as well. The weights of life plus the time in God. It will help you. Sometimes it happens instantly, sometimes it happens over time. But continue to believe and trust God. It's not gonna do nothing but make you stronger in the end. It'll make you stronger better in Almighty God. This is what it says as we finish. He said, be of good courage. So be, be strengthened in your mind. To be strengthening the Holy Ghost. Be of courage. Don't fear. But be bold. Be bold and pray. Be bold against the lion. Be bold against the giant. Be bold against the challenge. Speak boldly. Preach boldly. Believe boldly. Pray boldly. That's our strength tonight. And be of courage. Be in courage. He is, and be strengthened in the heart internal fortitude that you have internally believing God in the heart and the mind saying I know God's going to make a way I know my God will come through and knowing this, is, let's go to Isaiah 40 verse 29 Isaiah 40, 29 the Bible says he giveth power to the faint, so David said hey, I, I could easily faint, the psalmist said I could easily have fainted, but he says he giveth power to the faint you simply ask, God, give me the strength. Give me strength. That's nothing to be ashamed of either. You pray for strength every day. God, help me. Amen. I'm not ashamed to say that. He says, give me strength. He says, to them that have no might, to he increases strength. Ask of God. The devil does not want us to ask for strength. He does not want us to ask for help. We will take it over. All these burdens on our own. I can do this and I can do that. I'm going to do it on my own. No, no, no. God, give me the strength, God, tonight. The Bible goes on to say a little bit further, verse 30. Even the youth shall faint and weary. You know what? As you get older, <laughs> you get up and go ain't the same like you used to be. And you know what? In strength and in faith. He says, he says, the youth shall faint. Even the young people. It's back to what I said in the opening statement. That, that, that documentary about the youth taking their lives. The youth can't even cope with life. The youth, it does not matter the age, weights of this world by the enemy of my soul. And so he says, the youth will faint and shall be weary. The young man shall utterly fall. And that's why I'm encouraging young people to get saved. The weights of life and things that are coming our way, the things that are coming in our society are different. Again, there's nothing new back in what I said, but the coping mechanism without God, it was back in those days, at least you had some solid uh, foundation in church with Christ. But now we've grown up in a godless society. But these youth don't even know to pray. They don't even know to go to church. Their parents don't take them to church. And so they don't even know to call on God. So they're trying to fight a battle in life. They're trying to fight demons. They're trying to fight warfare and spiritual warfare without God. They can't do that. And so he says they will fall. 
But we find strength in the Lord. Let's go to verse 31. He says, but they that wait on who? The Lord. They that wait on the Lord. Those that serve God. I even take that I take that word wait and I use it as a waiter or waitress. How can I serve God? Let me be a servant unto the Lord. Let me wait upon the Lord. Not only in time, but let me be a servant of God. And as you do things for the kingdom of God, as you serve the kingdom of God, the Bible says here how that he they he will renew their strength. It's amazing. <laughs> we sing a song sometimes. I've been running for Jesus a long time. I'm not tired yet. Are you tired? No, I'm not tired yet. Why? Because we're serving the Lord. This is amazing how we gain strong, get stronger and stronger every day. And we must continue to serve God. When we slow down and stop serving God, then we get weak and weary and fall away. Stay in the fight. Serve, stay serving God. The Bible says they shall mount up as wings as eagles. He says they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So there is again, God is our strength tonight. Find the strength in the Lord. I'm going to give you this last verse here in 1 Corinthians 4.13. For me, verse of Scripture. Apostle Paul, prior to these verses, he talked about how that whatsoever state that he's in, he said, I've been rich and I've been poor. I've been hungry and now I have, I've been fed. He said, I've gone, been thrown in prison. I've been a free man on and on and on. He, all the circles of life that he went through and that you and I go through. He said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus which strengthened me. He was content in that because he knew God was going to supply whether he had or he didn't have. His source, his strength, came through Christ Jesus, which strengthened him. So all things. You look at that word again. I can do all things. All things. Any category. Any challenge. Any hardship. Anything. There's nothing to offer God. As we believe, trust in the living God. Watch him see us through so I want to share that with you this evening about finding strength, finding strength in the Lord, finding strength in the Lord, and truly, truly, our strength is in the Lord. God bless you, I pray. Psalm 27, find strength in God when you're feeling weak, or need more strength. Stay, stay strong in the Lord. The Bible says stay strong in the Lord. Stay prayed up. Stay read up. Stay churched up. Amen. Stay tied up. Amen. Giving your time and efforts and energies. In the Lord, it will help you along the way. God bless our prayer. We look forward to seeing you this Thursday night in person, 334 Aspen Street. Come on out and breathe with us. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Folks have been coming on Thursday evening. Uh, some new faces coming to, coming to services. Come out and be with us. Come join us. Come join in, uh, in being part of this exciting move of God. Be a part of what God is doing here at the church here in Brooklyn. So come on out and be with us. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you soon.